0: All right everybody, welcome back. Today we have on a very special guest, childhood friend, just overall <laughs> great guy. Um if wherever you are listening just drop everything and just start saluting to the nearest flag. Um he's a he's going he's serving our country right now. Um Pat Walsh, Pat. Welcome on. Pleasure really. pleasure
1: being on. Thank you for having me. Excited to talk.
0: Yeah, it's I mean I ran into Pat today at Walgreens and I was like, dude, like We should record tonight. We should talk some ball, talk some shop, talk some Citadel. (laughs) Yeah, well, here we are. Let's let it roll. Dude, so what's so talk to me about the Citadel because I, you know, for the public consciousness, it's the Citadel is the team that gets smoked by Alabama or South Carolina on the first week of college football for most of us. But what actually is the Citadel?
1: The Military College of South Carolina, the prison on the Ashley, as we like to call it inside. Um, what does that mean? Give me a second. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, what does that mean? The prison on the Ashley. Oh, he's muted again. Talking to Ma.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. It right, should be good. Uh, <laughs> Gates, man, you're like it's on the river. Oh, okay. It's, you just like we call it prison, as a joke. No, um, yeah. Football team, not that great. I get to spend my Saturdays dragged out to those ones, mandatory fun, as we like to call it. Uh, is it mandatory? For the most part, yeah. Mm. Find some loopholes, to get out of it here and there, nice. but uh, expect to sit your ass in the bleachers in a uniform on a hot Saturday afternoon, off of a few hours of sleep the night before. Typically they got inspections the same mornings of the football game. So you're kind of really in a bad mood. So weekends don't start till about six o'clock on Saturdays in the fall, which kind of blows. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what, what are some shenanigans? Like, is it a college town or is it a city or is it a base? So it's a
1: pretty normal college campus. Buildings all look the same uh, in the city charleston south carolina i mean that's a city in itself a ton of shit to do around bars you know i go fishing all my friends nearby uh south carolina is a great place i'd love to probably end up living there one day maybe not yeah. in charleston directly but like in the that area um definitely a lot of stuff to do there um but it's not like a college itself isn't like you know like your typical it's it's no college by any any means uh no party and none of that i'll <laughs> take it for where you can in other places you know what I mean so do you
0: outsource your partying
1: exactly yeah whether it's downtown or just kind of hanging with friends at people's houses or like other areas it's not really partying it's kind of limited but it's not a big deal is it a lot of in-state school kids or is it uh mostly mm, yeah i say most of the kids are uh in-state tuition is pretty nice. Doesn't uh, have it. Definitely for sure. Yeah, just hold on a second. Oh man, yeah, I got a got a ba- little basement dweller over here. Sorry, <laughs> Or any in the interruptions <laughs> in the background. Sorry. Uh, what's up, Sean? He's- hey, looking- Sean. Sean, look at the Zoom call. He's looking for something. What are you looking for? I might be sleeping in the basement tonight. my apologies uh he'll be in the background oh, he's going upstairs never mind all right my apologies again for the interruption it, sean is sean's welcome guest <laughs> to the podcast um yeah we're definitely not like a normal college man means we're in a uniform every day of class gotta wake up early exercise in the morning inspections bullshit like that i can only leave campus certain days of the week certain times punishments you get in trouble you fuck Up, you like you gotta be stuck doing crap,
0: yeah. What does a punishment look like?
1: Uh, well, there's and different forms
0: for what? For what would you be punished for?
1: Uh, if you're if you're like late to class, miss a class, uh, sorry, um, if you're late to class, you will get like 15 cons. So cons is like detention, so 15 hours you gotta sit, oh, like you gotta stay in and sign off the hours that you're there um alcohol problems are usually like the biggest ones uh those you get tours where you're like walking across the barracks in a uniform with a rifle for an hour so like the minimum for that's like 40 tours so you'll be walking 40 hours um spaced out yeah you can you can only so usually you can only do i think 12 or 16 a week depending on things um and you can't leave campus at all so like you can't leave or like go off campus until you finish your punishments which for people that really fuck up, like, some people get, like, 120 of them. Like, you're stuck there for a good, good bit. How do they monitor that? Usually they have a rotating schedule. Uh, people that stay on campus every weekend is, like, a duty team that monitor it and make sure that they're signing for it and doing them correctly, which sucks. Because, like, once a semester, you know you'll have to be stuck on campus for a weekend to, like, monitor them. <laughs> it's not it, It's not an old school, man, let me tell you. <laughs> Are you digging it
0: though? Or also have you ever gotten in trouble?
1: No, I haven't. Get... Clean oh. record so
0: far. I've Clean played. record.
1: Yeah. Had a had a few run-ins, but nothing too crazy. What were the run-ins like? Uh let's see. So there's this policy at the school where you can't be out, you have to be in a uniform within like a 10-mile radius of the school when you leave, which is complete bogus and horseshit. Mm. nobody follows it by any means a bunch of people got in trouble for it this year it is what it is i also this is another thing i'll just harp on this real quick so when you leave campus on the weekend you have to sign out on an overnight so to speak you have like x amount of them that you can use throughout the semester you sign off on one and that means like you can stay the night off campus and like they're tracking like that you're not coming back but the gates close at 1 a.m for the upperclassmen on saturday nights and I ended up signing out and overnight went out with some friends and plans didn't end up falling through. We ended up having nowhere to stay. So we drive back to campus at like three 30 in the morning and I'm in like normal civilian clothes. And like, I had a light on in We cab. have my truck sitting in the parking lot and like public safety knocking on the door. And they're like, what's going on here? And I'm like, "Ah, oh, didn't have plans fall through. I came back a couple hours ago. I'm just sleeping here. Like, I'm a change right at 5.30. I know I'm not supposed to be in uniform, and I'll walk in, go get some sleep, and they're like, oh, whatever, no big deal. But I've heard other people getting caught by, uh, like, the Canvas PD out there. So I guess I just had a stroke of luck
0: with that. That's <laughs> uh, big, yeah. Um, what, what are you digging about it? Because, you know, you've been there for three years at this point. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, uh,
1: definitely, like, some really close friends. Like, I got some really – some people I like, like I'm, I'm gonna miss after this year, that's for sure. Uh, like some of the, like they're damn near brothers to me. Like these bonds you make with people, it's just an experience that you'll go through. And I'm, I'm not trying to like market the school or anything because I really don't think anybody should send their son or daughter there. But um, I like it's some of the closest bonds I've ever had with anybody. Um, it's an experience that's like so different from anything else that like the things you take away from it kind of i'm not shitting on anybody who goes to another school because i have my regrets and i'm not saying i regret the school at all i wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the world but like it's the, the this institution so different the way it, 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 it's its style of educating people beyond the classroom that like i have fortunately been able to take advantage of in the right ways that it's helped me so much i feel like that i'm just years ahead in maturity and understanding like how i'll fit into society and I like level head in this with things, I guess, if that makes sense. Cause you're in charge of people. Yeah. Granted they're a year younger than you, two years younger than you, but like, it's a sense you got to make this, you got to make the, it's it's making tough decisions standing for the hard right versus the easy wrong. I guess it's just one thing.
0: The hard right versus the easy wrong. I'm really, I really like that. <laughs> I love that actually. Um, what kind of, what kind of college silliness goes on at the Citadel? Allegedly, I saw a few videos that you may have allegedly sent me, and it, it looks like some some silliness was going on. What, what yeah? Goes down so every
1: every time it rains and thunders, you can expect there to be some wrestling in the barracks, out on the quad in the rain. uh Sometimes, nice. Use into some mass brawls uh if it's not taken under control, which has happened a couple times. Um, sometimes the freshmen just do dumb stuff because they get. It's a term we use called gaudy where you get a little uh get a little out of the control and do things that are kind of out of sorts. They'll just mess around running around doing stupid shit. Stupid um stupid
0: shit like what? What does that look like?
1: Well, the knobs
0: are the the freshmen, they're
1: put into this like system where they can they have to behave a certain way, act a certain way, and sometimes they'll just stray from it either in a way to try to impress the upperclassmen because they'll think it's funny or uh, just just to have fun because your freshman year sucks so much. One thing that they did last year that I witnessed was their cadre platoon sergeant who lived on the floor below him. They found out he was in the shower one night. So we have these big black, like, boxy hats that we wear, like, for, like, certain occasions. They're called a Shaco. And they did this thing called Shaco where they took his bathrobe, and his towel out of the bathroom and replaced it with that. So, like, he had to run back from his room covering that over his junk. And, like, they thought it was a funny shit. Like, it's, it's a <laughs> random crap like that that goes on. And, like, once, like, the upperclassmen, thought it, like, heard about it, they, like, they got in trouble for it. But it's, like, the stupid crap like that looking back on it, it's hilarious to me.
0: The upperclassmen punish the lower classmen like that?
1: Uh, informally, they can, yeah. So, Typically how it works is sophomores kind of be tend to be the most out of line people because they were just freshmen. Now they're like, oh, I have all this freedom. I can do whatever the hell I want. And sophomore year, you get a lot of privileges. Um specifically, like you can, it's a thing called broke uniform. So typically, like as a freshman, you have to wear the full uniform of the day until 10 30 at night. And then as a sophomore, you can wear it's called like PTs, where you wear like a PT, like an athletic shirt, shorts, shoes, and this like reflective belt it looks really ridiculous, but you have to wear it. And a big thing for the sophomores is getting what's called broke where you like you can wear like a broken uniform. Like you can pretty much just like wear you don't have you can wear like flip flops, like a random T-shirt and shorts. And that's a huge thing for the sophomores that like we don't give our sophomores until like almost the end of the second year, like the end of the year. And like usually like if they mess up, like a huge thing is like, oh, you're not getting broke for another month or crap like that. It's, It's just like a stupid thing like that. And it's like a policing yourselves. It's an informal punishment, so to speak,
0: I guess. So you're just like hazing them. You're not any better than me. <laughs> I wouldn't say hazing. I mean, yeah, it goes on here and there. But it's all
1: – yeah, it's a myth.
0: <laughs> uh, it sounds pretty hysterical. What does is, what is the hazing look like for the freshman? You, you know, you're, you you got to whip them into shape. you got to earn that respect
1: yeah they they have their own like sort of system that the school the college places on them where they have to do certain things you gotta eat your food a certain way like you gotta square how do you have to eat how do you have to eat you gotta bring your food if you're you're, you see me on the screen like up 90 degrees like this up like that uh you gotta sit on like the front three inches of your chair when you're eating uh you can only pass the food a certain like way with certain hands and you have an upper, you have two upperclassmen at the table, like monitoring twenty kids at a time, making sure the procedures being done right. Um, and then you got to walk fast around campus. You can only walk in certain areas, like you can only use certain doors of certain buildings. The big thing is um, in the barracks specifically it's called bracing, where you have a certain posture where you have your chin like tucked into the back of your neck, and it fucking hurts. You have to have your shoulders like rolled back and your arms pinned to your side, and you gotta, like walk like that. Uh, it's to promote good posture and like, it's a sense of discipline thing. Um, whenever you're outside of like academic building, every word that comes out of your, every sentence that comes out of your mouth starts and ends with sir, ma'am. Um, you have to memorize a book full of knowledge and you, you can be asked anytime to like yell off like paragraph long quotes. Uh, your uniform's got to look perfect 24 seven cause you can get inspected like pretty much whenever. What separates a perfect uniform from a bad uniform? Stains on your clothes, your shoes not being shined properly, scratches on your little belt buckle. Don't even get me, I'll get into that after. Uh, And then like these things called IPs, these Irish pens. They're like little uh, strings on your uniform. Cut them off, burn with a lighter. Um, You'll spend hours, literally like hours with 2,000 grit sandpaper, sanding a little like brass belt buckle that's like a square inch big and like just for it to get messed up every day. You gotta shine it like the front and back, make sure it looks perfect. Uh, uniform's got perfect creases on the shoulder, like on the arm sleeves and on your pants. Shoes gotta look like mirrors all the time. It's, it's stupid crap like that, but it's a self-discipline thing. Once you get like the hang of it, it doesn't become that bad. The first like month you're like treading water, like how the frig am I gonna balance this with just trying to be a normal college student? And that's where it comes down to, like, learning time management. Like, time management is something, thank God, I've learned so well. And understanding, like, you get of, you're going to have to sacrifice some time. Like, I devote most Sunday afternoons to just relaxing doing homework because I'm so busy during the week, whether it be with random crap going on, with the schedule rotation things, like the Army program, taking away my time, and just, just other times, so like homework, whatever, so it's 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 definitely a challenging experience and like i'm not going to sit here and be like it's impossible but it's definitely not meant for everybody but at the same time if you're one of those people who thinks you can like take advantage of it and like i i i definitely see where it can you can maximize your potential so to speak why did you see
0: this school as a fit for you? Because you, from my perspective, you seem already seemed like a really good guy and you are a really good guy, but you already seemed like you had a good head on your shoulders. You know, you could have partied for a couple of years and just gotten a normal job like everybody else.
1: Um, I always knew out of high school that I felt that, uh, the military would probably be the likely avenue that I'd go down. I didn't sign any dotted lines and nothing until my sophomore year after I'd kind of understand, understood better where I'd be going with things. But I felt that if I were going to go into the military, why not take this route with this school to like maximize my experience, like what I can offer. Now, if there's anything I've learned the last month when I was at Fort Knox, the Citadel's ROTC program is kind of like mid compared to other schools because it's so big, uh, the army program. But, Anywho, um, I thought like maybe taking this avenue where I am investing myself into a holistic military atmosphere, I'd maximize myself on the the, uh, return on investment, so to speak. Now, in terms of career, I knew that obviously going into the school, like military is a huge thing. Obviously, it's optional. Only like a third of each graduating class does get a commission into the armed forces. So there are other options. If I didn't want to go into the military, I could just graduate with a degree and become – a normal contributing member to civilian society, but I kind of knew that military is going to be the route I was going to take.
0: Do you still feel that way or do you kind of want to just be a normal member of society? Uh,
1: no, I definitely know this is where I want to go. I want to do fun stuff, travel the world, lead people, gain hard, like technical skills. I can maybe translate the spilling world. I mean, I could go, I, I don't know how long I'll serve. Could be 20, could be four, you know and then, Like I could do four active and see where it takes me. Uh, but there's definitely some things I've thought about, like, man, I'd love to do that in the civilian world. I'd love to like, I don't know, own like a construction company, do something like that. Do Buy a Hellcat. That. No.
0: <laughs> Buy a Camaro. No, no, no. So what is the minimum um, contract for, you know, basic infantry army? You know, you sign on for, is it three or four years?
1: uh depends on you. most people have scholarships i don't um i'm not sure honestly mine's eight but that could be for like active duty for guard reserve or i could do or if i put in for the national guard i could do all eight in the guard but i've already like submitted my preferences to be active duty and i find that out in september i think and then from there the final like job release gets put out the end of november
0: if I was to walk into a recruit- recruitment office off the street right now... I'd uh, join the military. Really? Why not?
1: Well, uh, if you haven't been following the news that heavily, the recruitment numbers are, like, all-time low. Like, tens of thousands, like, under what they have expected. Uh, it,
0: what's your source on this?
1: Oh, you just hit Google. Be like, why is there, like, just, like, army or, like military like low recruiting numbers they're just having a tough people tough tough time drawing people in and a tough time keeping people in part of me thinks it's because of just jobs in general being able to provide comparable benefits to um that of the military um also let me just i'm on google real quick just to make sure i'm I'm not just being a complete BS. Um, I think it's just, they're just struggling to find people to stay in because the way the military may be heading in its direction, uh, uh, big things like obesity, America's a fat country, COVID jab was another one, you got to have it. A lot of people are pretty anti against it. Um you, you, gotta have,
0: just, you gotta have the vaccine to be in the military.
1: Yeah, yeah. They've been like booting people out because they don't have the vaccine. Um a lot of it too is like I don't we live in a pretty mentally weak society. I'm not afraid to say that, and people just don't have the mental fortitude to do to do stuff like this. I'm not saying the military is hard, I'm just saying people are mentally weak. Um people Varsh. are is is it's admittedly what it is. Um this, we live in a weak society. That's part of it. I also think just the, it's not as appealing, admittedly, like I can I can do, I can make way more money doing something I love, like in the civilian world than I can being in the military. That's just part of it. So what, right now, they're offering crazy incentives to join. Like if you want to join and go to basic training in the next month, we will give you an extra $35,000. Like it's a lot of money. Um, specific jobs that are in demand will give you a crap ton of money.
0: I'm I'm I did watch Top Gun recently so I am a sucker for propaganda so I might just walk in and check it out <laughs> there you go yeah I'm thinking about it would be pretty cool honestly can I do my podcast from basic training
1: probably not they'll probably have your phone for the entirety of it
0: <laughs> that's wild. did they take your phone at all
1: uh, so my, I didn't necessarily go to base training. I did a little different path. Um, cause I'm going the officer route, which is different than me just signing up and going to recruiting station. Right. So, uh, I did like a, it's called cadet summer training and it's pretty easy. It's basically everything I've learned in my first three years through the army program at the Citadel, like collectively go to Fort Knox, Kentucky for 35 days. You're with a bunch of people from all over the country, all other ROTC programs, and you basically get an evaluated on everything you've learned the first three years. From there, they just kind of rack and stack you with that based on your grade point average and how the uh, army folk back at school feel about you and kind of just get put on a big number and a big list out of X amount of people. And like, they're like, you're not this number. And if they deem you good enough, you get picked for this job, so.
0: What are some good jobs to have in the military?
1: I mean, if I were to, like, I don't know. I'm, I, don't, I barely got any experience to know, like, what would be the best. Um, everybody's got different aspirations. A lot of jobs obviously don't have that much civilian application. Like, can't really say that being, like, an infantry platoon leader, or like an Abrams platoon leader, is going to really translate over to uh, the civilian world because you're not really, like, you don't do that kind of stuff. In a nine to five job, other things, uh, being somebody that works with like signal with like antennas and crap like that, uh, chemical people, medical is a big one that's a competitive one if you want to do that, or if you want to be like a helicopter pilot, you can it's, it's like a 12 year obligation, but like you can go fly the helicopter for the state police if you want, like crazy crap like that.
0: That'd be pretty chill.
1: Uh, what else? Finance is kind of a small one. I don't know. You can just be an accountant and make more money in the civilian world anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's it's more of like a what you want to do. Uh, you get some certifications, like being an engineer, probably a good translation, but I don't know what I want to do with my life after military yet. So I'm not really thinking that far ahead. But obviously, there are some things I'd be like, this would be cool to do, but not really worried about that at the moment.
0: But well, what do you want to do in the military? Have you narrowed that down?
1: Yeah, so right now I'd like to take the route of possibly going armor, which is like tanks, or uh Bradley's, like your platoon leader for that, where you're in charge of four or six of them. I don't know what kind of unit it is. Uh kind of control the battlefield with those. Infantry, obviously, most people understand what that is. Just being a grunt. Uh, and then intel intelligence, because that's what I study at school. Um that's a huge thing that's a good translation on the civilian side. One thing you can do is spend like four years doing one thing and then you switch over. I'm thinking maybe do like four years of infantry or armor and then swapping so over to more Intel stuff. Uh as I get older in my career, because I had like all the clearances and stuff that come with that are a huge bonus to have. And then obviously have a huge translation on the civilian side, whether it be working for a three-letter agency, state police or even private uh private intelligence groups.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think I would do? Could, could I do a, does the military need a podcast or a radio personality?
1: You do public, you do some of the public affairs, but they read that to a lot of civilian people, I think.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Come on now.
1: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, a lot of like veterans do podcasts, I think, but they just like bring on guests of like other service members and just talk war stories, listen to a couple of them. They're pretty cool, but sometimes they get a little boring.
0: Definitely. Um are you nervous for this for like the the current political climate with you being in school right now and being kind of next up in these next five, six years?
1: No, I'm almost kind of like, why isn't anything happening? Admittedly, uh, the United States has been engaged in conflicts for so long, for such a long period of time. We pulled out of Afghanistan. I was almost like, when's the next thing happening? I'm surprised the United States hasn't gotten, like, crazy. I can understand why the United States have not gotten crazy involved with Ukraine, because that's a mess of itself. But, like, I do think that the... U S is definitely going to be probably involved in a more conventional large-scale conflict in the next like five to 10 years, not going to be fighting insurgent groups. It's going to be like army on army type of things where like you're fighting somebody in a uniform. Uh, I'd expect that in the future, whether it be, could be Russia or maybe even Taiwan, you know, how the whole thing is right now with Taiwan and or, uh, China increasing their defensive posture around with, Nancy Pelosi visiting Taiwan. They're moving like large scale missiles on trucks to the ocean to like prepare for something. They're ramping up exercises. I mean, this crap's been going on for a while, but like at one point, I think some of it's inevitable, but at the same time, I don't know. Life's all a big contingency.
0: I don't even know what that means, but what I do know what you're saying, what is uh, the Patrick, do you think we could have a war with China right now?
1: if we did i mean i'm not a huge expert on china uh i literally spent the last like semester focusing my study on ukraine and russia and everything going on with that but i just don't know enough about it where i want to make like a sound like all like analytical and make a huge prediction i don't know i, really I mean don't if know. it makes
0: you feel better i make predictions that are wrong on here all the time so just feel free to make a Completely outlandish, wrong.
1: I mean, if it were to happen, they'd be like cahoots with the Russians. They'd be together working. Like it'd be, it'd be us versus those two. It'd be, it'd be the Western world versus Russian China.
0: What do you think's going on in Ukraine right now?
1: A whole lot of blowing stuff up. You have like a record number set of like HIMARS, which are rock, like truck propelled, like on the back of trucks. So these rockets getting like fired between. Eastern Ukraine, which is like Russian-controlled territory, and Ukraine, like it's it's crazy the amount of artillery being fired between the two nations, like like just laying absolute waste to everything in sight. Who's winning? Uh, I mean, I guess Ukraine is. I mean, Russia's spent what? What is it? The end beginning of August. They've been there since like the end of February, and they've only gained territory that's already been kind of controlled by like separatist militant groups for the last like eight years. The amount of not, amount of stuff Russia's thrown at this for these results, I'd say Ukraine's winning.
0: For sure. I love that. I see uh <laughs> I see TikToks from the front lines. Have you guys at the Citadel ever taken some TikToks while you're doing some shit? I
1: don't know some people have. I remember like a couple people freshman year got like the upperclassmen like found out about it and they're like, You can't be making TikToks while in the uniform and like flipping out at shit. I deleted it a while ago just because of the like security risks that TikTok has.
0: It's awful.
1: Yeah. Uh, you got all the information you need.
0: <laughs> they got everything. But I mean, they already have everything. So I'll laugh at my memes and they can have it all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the government wants everything there to get on your phone.
0: Yeah. They the they did an experiment, how far far you can fall down. <laughs> wow. I just stumbled on words right there. How fast you can fall down the alt-right pipeline of TikTok. And it oh, was Jesus. it was pretty fast. It's like an hour. If you just like a couple Andrew Tate videos, you'll be on Ben Shapiro in no time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say social media has become pretty politically uh Politically wild. I don't try to get too involved with it, but I just look.
0: Yeah. It seems – Uh, would you say the majority of people on social media are pro-military?
1: I don't know. I think it's kind of taken a backseat given that the United States isn't really involved with a huge conflict right now. Like, people don't – it's not like the first thing that comes to mind. I don't really pay enough attention to that.
0: Would you – would you want us to be involved in conflict right now? It, it's kind of seems like you're saying that, bro.
1: No, I wouldn't say that. It's definitely a proponent to get out of a recession. Because that's happened. I will, I will say that. War helps
0: us get out of a recession?
1: Boost the economy because you, you gotta fund things, basically. Uh it's 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 something that could potentially help, is what I'm getting at.
0: Mm. We are in a recession, but the presidency just changed the definition of a recession
1: yeah and so did high school kids with my what my gender is i don't care what he says like it's whatever that
0: point. are you are you? what is that that was a little sneaky sneaky take on the genders what's your take on that let's not get into that
1: <laughs> what i'm saying is people can say what their definition is if you're going to change it i just i don't i don't see a reason to uh I think they're doing that to almost cover their own ass. November is going to be a big 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 signal as to how the next 2 years will go and then who's going to be in the oval office afterwards. So
0: who who do you think uh so is I don't know if is Biden running again or is he not going to run?
1: Uh, I have no idea. I don't know if I want to get too political
0: here. Who would you like to see running though?
1: I don't know. Maybe DeSantis in Florida. He seem seem like a pretty cool guy. You know, you're Florida. Like how's he?
0: He's good. I'm a big DeSantis guy. He, uh, (laughs) he, um, I think a lot of his values, I, and a lot of his policies that, um, what's it called demonstrate or, um perpetuate his values the he he not only has good values but he puts into place policies that perpetuate his uh values so like he did a lot of stuff with uh fatherhood and trying to help single parents and stuff like that i dig that a lot because i think a lack of fathers is a big issue in america and uh in america today um (laughs) He did a lot of stuff, open businesses for COVID, which, you know, feel however you want about. But I think given that people that chance to put food on their table is big and, um, you know, the numbers don't lie. Um, Florida's economic economy was better in August 2021 than it was pre-COVID in August 2019 because more people are flocking there um, Mm -hmm. because it's a nice place to live.
1: Yeah, Florida, from what I understand, has become a pretty expensive place to live.
0: It has become th- – the rents and stuff, yeah, it's, they, they need to get a cap on that. But it it's still – it's very nice there. Mm-hmm. Also, um, he's just a stallion of a human being. Dude. <laughs> like, w- Charlie Baker – is just like a new, a nerd loser. But DeSantis played Yale baseball, Florida kid, and uh, was in the Navy SEALs, was in a frat. Like, that's my guy. I think I was thinking this the other day. I, I think there should be a policy where if you can't bench press 225 and squat, let's say 350. Or at least bench 225, maybe do 10 pull-ups. If you can't bench 225, you shouldn't be able to run.
1: Oh, I'll take myself out of that category then.
0: You can bench (laughs) 225, Walshie.
1: No, I can't.
0: Your shoulder, probably, right?
1: No, I've never been able to bench, bro. All throughout high school. Now, I'm weak.
0: (laughs) I know, I'm fat and weak too, but I can bench 225. And I know you can bench 225. You're shredded right now. Are you kidding me?
1: I haven't exercised in a month.
0: (laughs) I've seen you. I saw you today at Walgreens, and you looked. You had like triangle shape. You had huge shoulders, shredded waist.
1: You're looking at the wrong person, buddy.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. I think you should be able to. Okay, what about? I think you should be able to do ten pull-ups. Hey, what? I think you should be able to do ten pull-ups if you want to run. Okay,
1: I don't. I don't really have an opinion on that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Oh man. All right. What else do you want to talk about,
0: dude? Oh, yeah. Football. Vikings football. Yeah. Oh, goodness, and high school ball too. I, I was telling you today. That's it's fun. it's weird. You uh, you see somebody so much, and then you see them so little after seeing them six days a week for for, four four, years, four months, and then four years. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss ball at all?
1: Certainly do. I'm not. I'm not gonna like sugarcoat and be like, oh, I peaked in high school and uh, football was everything. I'm not gonna say that, but I do feel that I should have taken advantage more of the opportunities. Not saying I taking advantage of the time I had there more and kind of embraced what it meant in the moment, looking back on it. I'm not saying I didn't, I'm saying I wish I appreciated it more, I guess, if that kind of makes sense. Um, I do think that a lot of the things that we personally went through throughout kind of translate into who I am today, like mentally, just a person who will be willing to you know push yourself to certain limits that maybe others aren't. Um some of the people you meet, like I was talking to some people like through social media the last weekend that I haven't seen in months, just like catching up on things. And it was like we just just saw each other like yesterday, the conversations were happening. Um and I do think that a lot of it stems beyond what the results are on the field. Football is like the people, the the experience, like. I know a lot of people rag on it in the, the time and <laughs> like in the moment, this shit fucking blows. But like, I don't think I'd be where I am today if it wasn't for Happy Circles Tuesday mornings. Like, honestly, oh
0: my God. Happy Circles. I'm not saying that in like
1: a corny way. It's like the mental shit that it like instills with you, like, like if if I don't run at this whistle, like somebody could get hurt or die. Like, it's like the crap like that. You use to psych yourself out.
0: Um, yeah, I um. I feel the same way, dude. I wish I had appreciated it more. But also, um, it it, <laughs> it did high-key suck when you when you're, all, all the parts of your body started to hurt. Yeah. And, um, and you just, like, didn't want to do anything. Oh, my God. And I was always such a degen when football ended because I was so tired. I was like, I don't want to do shit
1: wish I understood the importance of like nutrition and hydration more. I wish there was more of an emphasis put on that. Like I would go home after gut camp in the mornings and pig out for like an hour and then sleep for like three hours. Like I wish I understand the importance of not only eating after, but like eating and like hydrating well. Cause I noticed like at school, like if I don't hydrate the night before I got like something to do the next day, like I'll feel like shit or like, I just won't perform to like a better standard.
0: Hydration is essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just
1: like, oh, I'll have a bottle of water. It's like, no, you're pacing yourself throughout the day where you're drinking a consistent amount of water, stuff like that. Eating the right foods and maintaining, like, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, I I think the big thing that I took away from from gut camp was uh, the anxiety. Like, you know, I was... I, I look back on Mattapanai and that stuff and I, I feel so stupid that I felt so anxious about going away and having to do mm-hmm. stuff. But I realize now through the power of hindsight and perspective that I was probably some of the happiest I ever was, was when I was waking up at six in the morning or five thirty, going to, to the lifts. And then after going to the lifts, going to school and then playing lax after I was such I was so happy uh back in those days. And um I wish I had just uh kind of kept my kept it together and uh not been as anxious about it and then really kind of gave myself a little not an at like I'm not a big attaboy guy, you know, you're not gonna just get yeah. a compliment out of me for doing your job. Yeah. But I wish I had given myself a semi-attaboy, I'd be like, hey, like, you know, you grinded and worked really really hard and you made the most out of your god-given abilities and you um on top of all that you got up like every single day and did something that was tough and that Mm -hmm. sucked and it was a lot of time and a lot of energy yeah um so i should have let that confidence kind of uh build up more in me versus oh I, i just don't start then i'm like worthless you know
1: yeah yeah no, if there's anything that I've taken away from it and I would say definitely translates to today is that a lot of your success comes through pre-planning, pre-training things way in advance. It's it's those small things way ahead of time that nobody notices that take forever for that small little bit of success or glorification. Um,
0: I know. A lot, of, a lot
1: of it's behind the scenes.
0: It's a raise within margin. I talked about this with my guy, Marshall Bowen. That's a great interview. You'd really dig that. Uh, Pat, <clears throat> it was really good. Um, and it's like life is just on the razor's edge. If you're half a second too late, you miss it. Mm-hmm. Half a second too early, you don't catch it. Um, too fast, too slow, all that stuff. And you, um, you just really have to work hard and prepare and um, get yourself situated. Do you remember Vikings football?
1: <laughs> of course, I do. That was what three years. Yeah, I did that for three years. Yeah.
0: Oh, what a time!
1: I definitely barely I remember it, but like it was one of those things where like completely different animal than high school. Obviously, that's goes without saying. But I wish I appreciated that time more too, because I would just show up to practice, practice, and leave. Like I didn't put much effort and thought into it. Which, yeah. like, maybe could have more, maybe it would help me in the long run. But like, then again. I'm, I'm not my life wasn't destined to go play like pro football
0: <laughs> football is finally freaking back though it's August yes, I'm excited hard knocks start soon gambling is going to be legal in Massachusetts yes, I, did see that. I just saw football is back and I'm so excited it was back last year but now it's all the way back <laughs> how do you think the Patriots are going to do this year
1: Ten and seven, nine and eight, and a wild card team. That's how I see it. It's the Bills' division blues. Mm. I'm not knocking the Patriots. It's the Bills' division blues. They're the
0: favorite. The Bills got to win a Super Bowl at some point. I, see, I yeah. think they're going to. I think they're they're better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs stink, and I think Josh <laughs> Allen's Josh Allen might just go on a tear got this year. It. But yeah. I also I really want to see Joey Burrow get back. He just got. Yeah. I mean, he got sacked eight times Super Bowl. Too. He did, yeah. Yeah. He got sold out hard.
1: Matt Jones' sophomore season should be good. Most sophomores under Belichick usually have a huge um, growth year. So I'm mm. excited for that.
0: I am very excited. I'm just – football is – football season is always crazy busy, a lot of stuff going on. Yes. And uh, I'm super excited for it, honestly. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what does a, a football tailgate look like at the Citadel?
1: Uh, they really don't exist. It's more of like a parents thing because uh, most mornings that there are football games, you'll be doing an inspection all morning. So you don't really have that opportunity. And then there'll be like an hour between the time the inspection ends and the formation to go to the football game. And typically how it works is, the tailgating is only reserved for seniors like they're the only ones that are allowed to which is kind of weird i mean i did it a couple times last year but it was like only like half an hour so you don't really do much because you got to be back in the barracks to form up and then like you march onto the field before the game so it's kind of non-existent admittedly now after the games i know some families do it pretty big obviously like mine don't because they're not there but some families like they go pretty hard with that stuff because they make that more of the experience than the actual game.
0: The post game is yeah. literally the post game.
1: Yeah. Out in the parking lots. <laughs> yeah. Is
0: it's there, solid. do you, I love Charles. I mean, I've never been, but I really want to visit Charleston. What Do you, you like Charleston a lot?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good city. Weather's good most of the year. Have you checked nice. out
0: the city at all?
1: Oh yeah. Like I live in the city. Like oh, it's, much, it's not downtown, but it's like in the city limits. Uh, like you go outside the gate and you're downtown. Well, you take like a right and you're like a mile away. So city's pretty good. Good food, good bars. I mean, I don't go downtown too much just because of how expensive it is. Uh, admittedly, a lot of times I do go fishing with one of my close friends cause he's got a good spot and he always gets stuff. So that's, it's more fun. He'll kill some beers there and, some Fish beers track. and
0: some fishing. Yeah. Is this during your off time? And what yeah, is this is usually off-
1: on the weekends. Uh what does your weekends. off time look like? Typically when there's when there's not like a football game, like I can be gone from like five o'clock on a Friday till like seven or eight o'clock Sunday night. But usually I'll spend Sunday afternoons doing homework and stuff. Uh I don't I don't like leave that often because a lot of times we just go out for dinner and like work at we will work out on the weekends a lot of us nice yeah not crazy partying but we'll see how it is this year i don't know that,
0: that's good though i feel like if i had to do it all over again that might have been something i should have considered it would have been good for me
1: it is what it is yeah. <laughs> i mean i certainly do have not regret, but i'd be like man if i can go to a normal school wouldn't have to be up at 5 30 on a saturday to go do some bs for the whole morning <laughs>
0: What does BS look like? Like, what do they have you doing?
1: Uh, Football games, uh, inspections. uh,
0: What are they inspecting?
1: Your room, your, like, uniform and personal appearance. (laughs) So you'll spend, like, literally all night cleaning your room for it, for them to take, like, 30 seconds to check if there's, like, dust on the floor.
0: Friend of the podcast, Matt Meehan, said that he slept on his made bed so he didn't have to keep making it. Is this uh? Is this a strategy? Yes, that...
1: you sleep. What's it's called a piss cover? So it's like this white sheet that goes around the spokes of the bunk, and you just lay it on top of the made bed. Well, I have my mattress pa- mat like a inch and a half mattress pad that I put under that, and the piss cover, and then like a blanket I sleep on.
0: <laughs> you sleep on like one blanket and a yeah, mattress cover. Not bad. No, it's not bad at all. I dig that.
1: Pretty easy. A couple pillows, so, and so you bed. don't have
0: to keep making your bed.
1: Yeah, because that would take me like an hour every day to get it like perfect. I, I make it once like at the beginning of the semester, like perfectly. And then like I won't touch it or I'll touch it. I'll touch it up like every now we'll and touch again. up action. Yeah.
0: Do most people do that or their actual site? Everybody does.
1: that. Nobody sleeps in their beds.
0: <laughs> do you feel like that kind of defeats the purpose or is that uh, just like? I mean, yeah, in some sense, but at
1: the same time, you would spend a lot of time every day like wasted just making a bed.
0: Interesting. So it, it does kind of circle back to that time management. Opportunity, exactly. Yeah. Opportunity cost type stuff. Like why I spend
1: so much time making it when I can literally take the piss cover off and roll up my mattress pad and just put it at the end of the bed. It takes all of 20 seconds.
0: <laughs> piss cover is a great name.
1: Yeah. There's a whole like vocabs. Like we got our own language down there.
0: <laughs> Ooh. What's some vocabulary? Please educate.
1: Oh, hmm. Pull. That's like when you get in trouble, I'm going to pull you for this.
0: I'm going to pull you like, for this.
1: Getting pulled. I'm going to uh, pull your ass. UOD. You know, I don't know. I'm just thinking. I don't know. We like It's a military thing. Like acronyms are big. Uh, DFAC. Like it's, it's a mess hall. Uh, what else? I, don't, I don't know.
0: You, there's got to be some better ones.
1: Yeah, there definitely is. I just can't draw on the top of my head. So I've been out of there for a while. There's definitely better ones. I just can't think. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh we call like each floor a division. The like outside area is called a gallery. Mm-hmm. The gate to like enter the barracks is called the Sally Port. Um
0: nice. Else? Any uh any ones that are kind of like silly or make you laugh?
1: i don't know man uh, uh yeah i guess finger fuck it's like <laughs> when you're, you're like shining brass and you use this paste called blue magic and you like rub your finger on it you like finger fuck it like you rub it so it like shines it That's like one thing we say
0: you rub blue magic on something and you finger fuck it
1: yeah exactly doesn't that sound weird blue magic <laughs> it's like the pace yeah uh parties it's like where you get all the freshmen to go sit outside and crisscross applesauce for like hours at a time, shining their shoes. That sucks.
0: <laughs> that sounds classic though.
1: Yeah. It's some very humbling moments for some people.
0: Do, do, you ever, do you ever see kids come in cocky and then you just break them in? You're like, uh, We're breaking a are of kid times down. and
1: like, the, and then like they have a reality check typically and like, or like, I don't say they get targeted, but like more emphasis is put on squaring that like, kid away. <laughs> Yeah, it'll happen, and then you have like every year you have some kid come in with like the weirdest head of hair, and you're like, oh, funny." <laughs> it's like it'll get shaved off in the next like two hours, but it's
0: just funny. Do you? Uh, is it mostly the instructors that do the uh, the breaking in, or is it a lot of the the upperclassmen take on that? And you're are just like, it "I is got the upperclassmen.
1: this." Like the upperclassmen are the people who train them. So,
0: so you're gonna be that's gonna be you. It was me. It's not I you. Kinda,
1: kind of done with that now as a senior you kind of take a step back and you're more of the bigger picture you're not so to speak involved with like the direct training you kind of over, oversee things
0: to an extent that's a bummer
1: yeah i kind of did my time it's it's fun but it, it's it, it'll wear it down because you're constantly doing
0: stuff you're constantly doing just your own stuff stuff you just
1: you're on the move like between taking care of them and doing your own personal things it's it takes a lot like kudos to those people that the cadre that are like willing to to do i mean i've gone back early every year and like it, it stinks but like there's a purpose and a reason behind it
0: so you're going back pretty soon uh yeah what are you looking forward to what are you not looking forward to
1: uh definitely looking forward to just seeing everybody again that's like a huge thing uh get a get a nice fancy ring on my finger in october which is ooh, which
0: is yeah what's that for it's, it's it's like the symbol
1: of a civil graduate you get a fancy gold ring
0: it all seems graduated- like
1: more than the diploma honestly
0: are you graduating early
1: no no everybody just gets, gets them in october you get them in october see you year like the first week in october
0: nice yeah it'll be fun that's sweet
1: so like i'll, I'll wear it like the rest of my life and people are like why are you wearing that it's just a classroom i'm like you don't know really walk a mile in these shoes and you don't understand
0: walk <laughs> a mile in these shoes you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what else are you looking forward to
1: graduating obviously um my family's coming down for the weekend. to get my Green in October. It'll be fun seeing them. Uh, find out where I end up going with my life, like, job-wise. And then I'll find that out at the end of uh, November. That'll be fun.
0: Have you uh, started sniffing out some leads for them?
1: That? No. that's It's, like, more of like, they tell you. You interview for the one, like, the, the uh, Army things that I wanted. That I already kind of harped on. And then then they like rate you if you're if they like you or not and then you finalize your preferences and then they eventually tell you what you get
0: what are you not looking forward to because that all seems great but i know there's always yeah
1: sleep's a huge one definitely sleep deprivation like i hate not having the ability to sleep shitty food food sucks like the food sucks it's terrible yeah it does it's a bummer um just like, man, like just doing BS, like cleaning my room, parade, which is another thing that So you got to like march around every, every Friday, every Thursday and Friday, it's like Thursday you'll do parade practice where like you have a whole company, which I would, for layman's terms, like a better word, it's, it's basically what I would compare to a fraternity. It's like a hundred so people. So you're put into one of those, like a freshman and you stay in one, like your whole four years. So every Thursday there's a, par- like a parade practice in the middle of the day, in the middle of classes where you go practice like marching out and then on friday at the end of class at like 3 30 every friday there's one so you can't the weekend doesn't start until after that parade concludes around like 4 30 um but like those snakes you just stand in there in like the heat for like an hour marching around uh sometimes they're fun sometimes they suck Like, to be honest with you what
0: makes one fun versus suck
1: uh i wouldn't say like fun necessarily i didn't march in many last year because like my position i didn't have to but like like, the ones when, like, your families are there, the more important ones, like, I guess, the ones that have, like, more some sim- symbolic, like, more meaning, I guess. There's one you do, we do, like, closer to night for, like, Veterans Day that's a nice one, but, like, it's long, so it kind of stinks. Like, usually, you'll see people literally pass out because they're standing there so long.
0: People pass out?
1: Yeah, and they'll, they'll, like, drag them out. It's pretty funny.
0: Have you ever seen that happen?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, people just go, boom, like, hit the ground. It's pretty funny because <laughs> you'll like lock your legs in place all
0: right what's the funniest shit you've seen happen there
1: sophomore year there was a bunch of snakes around the water fountain that was pretty disgusting it was weird um, this year my roommate my sophomore year roommate sent me a video of these people fighting with shaving cream and doing like there was so much shaving cream and baby powder on the floor doing like snow angels <laughs> with it all over the ground it was like, this, is, <laughs> this is somebody's room like how does this happen
0: what else any other funny any other funny memories
1: uh there's this one could you just like ride a unicycle around in the barracks which is kind of weird <laughs> what's nice about the barracks though like there's a, like a little like gym area with some weights uh that you can go to like when the gyms closed, which is convenient
0: that is nice yeah but like you might keep everybody else up if you're lifting late now
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I'll sometimes walk out of my room to go piss like one o'clock in the morning. Some random fucker, like just curling. I'm like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> he's got his gains and he's getting his gains. Yeah, it in, bro.
1: Yes.
0: <sighs> All right. Well, she, well, we've been at this for almost an hour now. Dude, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been, been a pleasure.
0: It has been. I, I love hearing about citadel life and (laughs) military stuff i'm always a big troops guy always have been always will be and uh i'm looking forward to see what you do uh post-grad and uh in this year yeah
1: you brother thank you for having me
0: of course my man all right everybody i'll see you guys later peace